Uh, welcome to the challenge read. I'm Ray. I would just okay. I would describe myself as like an intermittent fan, someone who watched the first couple of seasons religiously and then tapered off and popped back in every now and again. So I'm familiar with exactly half the cast at this point. What about you? Um, I'd say I'm a regular fan. I've been watching since before it was called The Challenge, since before there was such a thing as the Real World Road Rules Challenge, when it was simply a special um, set of episodes that were part of a Road Rules season. Um, so I'm like an original real world fan. I remember the very first season. Wow. Um, so I've been long term, long time. Fan. <laughs> okay. So I guess we'll start with, oh, talking about what season 35, Total Madness, what the format is for this season and how it's different than other seasons. Uh, yeah. So as you said, it's called total madness and uh apparently they're gonna drive everybody crazy i don't know they always drive <laughs> each other crazy um don't know if they needed a special title for that um it's being filmed in prague in the czech republic i was wondering i was like it looks like it's just rainy and cloudy and i <laughs> yeah. feel so bad it looks them. dismal <laughs> Usually even, they're in these like beautiful yeah. places. <laughs> even if they yeah. hate the game, they're like on an island near a beach. So they're still having like a good time. Yeah. So according to TJ, this is the most dangerous season ever. <laughs> um, and, you know, TJ always takes things up a notch. Yeah. But he repeated it several times <laughs> that this is the most dangerous season. Um, and there are there is up to $1 million up for grabs this season. So it's unlike some of the previous, um, previous seasons recently, TJ stated that this is an individual game. Yes, those are my Although favorite though. at times they will be put into teams or pairs to do certain challenges. Last season it was Brits versus the US. Um, Once again, they're using tribunals, which has been a fairly, I want to say it's a fairly new thing, but I think it's been used for at least the past five or six seasons. So new-ish. Yeah. And in the tribunal, typically the winners of the mission, the challenge mission will become the tribunal. It's usually three people and they get to select three of the other challengers who are marked as not safe to go into interrogations. And then right yeah. before the tribunal, I mean, right before the eliminations, the tribunal pick one of those people to enter the elimination. The other elimination competitor is selected by everyone else, usually through a vote. And that's typically where it gets like a little confrontational lots yeah. of drama and everyone who's in the tribunal is typically safe from being selected yeah. until the next round. Yeah. And apart or the from next that, episode. format's pretty same in terms of each episode, there's going to be like a daily competition and then it mm -hmm. ends with the final purgatory showdown. 
Right. The elimination round is called purgatory <laughs> this season. So You're really going over the top. <laughs> so that's uh, the general format for the season. I'm sure, um, as TJ has said, there'll be lots of surprises. Oh, and so many twists. Yeah. So there'll be lots of twists. So we don't know what that means yet, but we'll just have to stick around for however many episodes they choose to give us this year. Yeah. As far as the contestants, though, I mean, I mentioned that I, I, I'm probably only familiar with half of them, but only a couple really stood out this first episode. So let's do a rundown. We have Anissa. Uh, a favorite. Who I think was on Real World Chicago way, 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 way back when. She's <laughs> been around for a while. I remember her and yeah. I remember her well. I'm glad we to see her still here. Ashley, uh, fairly new, um, not super, super new like some other people, but she's won the challenge, I think, twice now. Um, uh, she's a pretty, I'd say she's a pretty savvy competitor, she seems but she's also an asshole. So she tends to throw tantrums yeah. when she doesn't get her way. So she is not one of my favorites, but she's definitely um, what folks would call entertaining for um, for reality TV. Yeah. Okay. And so next is Corey Wharton. Next is Corey. Um, Vaguely Corey, familiar to me. I believe is from Are You the One, which I've never personally seen. Corey is what I like to call a... Um, a butter brain. So, you know, have you heard the term a butter face? <laughs> no. I mean, I have, but please, please explain. What, what, what do you mean by butter brain? <laughs> so a butter face is um, when someone looks really good, um, like everything on them looks really good, butter face. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He's a butter brain. But his brain, yeah. So he looks really good until he starts talking, and then you're just like, oh, oh. <laughs> mm, no. Next, we have CT. Uh, one of my favorites. From Real World Paris. Um, also from way, 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 way back in the day. Back in the day, but has been a consistent, fairly consistent challenge competitor. Um, I believe CT also has a couple of wins. Uh, under his belt. I don't remember how many, but he's definitely a challenge champion. Yeah. As well. D. D. This is my first time seeing her. Fairly I new. Like I think this might, this is her second, maybe her third season. She was actually part of the group that won last season. Okay. Um, and she was in a very, um, involved romance with Rogan, with Rogan coming which... up later and uh, the whole thing was off <laughs> next we have Jenna who I don't uh, recognize at all Jenna she has been around for a while she's typically mid-pack hmm. she's not very bright okay <laughs> but she's very sweet and she is a like when they put throw her into eliminations she tends to come back okay 
So people tend to underestimate her because she's very much a, I'm just a pretty cute girl. Next up is Jenny from the UK. I don't know what show she was on on the UK, maybe X on the beach or something. I don't watch any (laughs) of these other shows. Um, she is, she, however, is a trainer. Yeah. I was great first impression physically. And yes, she's physically dominating. And last season, people were very afraid of Mm. her. Next up is Johnny. Uh, everybody else calls him Johnny bananas. I refuse to, (laughs) Uh, but Johnny is the most winningest, uh, challenge champion in challenge history. Oh, I didn't know that was no, a stat. It is a stat and it's not an easy feat. So it's definitely something um, to look up to, I guess. To, to, to consider, let's say. It's something to consider. <laughs> but on the other hand, Johnny is a dick. He's a trash human being. And he, my main issue with him is that, and, and some of the other people as well, is that they don't actually do anything else outside of the challenge. So this is their job. Yeah. Which is cool, but don't expect other people to let you have your way and let you have wins just because you have to depend on this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he has had some challenges lately because... A few seasons ago, I don't remember how many it was now, he screwed over his partner, Sarah. I saw and that. stole the money from her. Yes, that was the worst. That was probably his worst moment. Yes. And Out since then, he has not stepped foot in a final. Karma's a bitch. So, uh, yep. <laughs> Next, we have Jordan, who is another uh, long-term veteran. He's from the real world, Portland. He, I believe he's won a couple of challenges. Don't remember for sure, uh, but he's a pretty dominant competitor. Jordan is, he's a swimmer. He's a runner. He, he's a climber. He does all of these things. Um, he's just a really dominating competitor. He's also very smart. Okay. He's also very much a dick. Damn it. And never okay. gets along with people. I was about to ask, what's his personality like? Because he has a, <laughs> it's the nicest looking face. Jordan is good at everything except people. Okay. Okay. Because he's like too honest and doesn't like fuck with the bullshit or because he's also very conniving. Both. Okay. Next up, we have Josh. Josh. Josh is engaged or married. Oh. And has a baby on the way. He said that in one of his little, in his confessional moments. That's all Are I know you about sure him. that wasn't Corey? May have been Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were was, Corey. Not all the light-skinned Corey. dudes are the same. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> okay. So Josh. Tell me about Josh. A, I think this is his second, maybe his third season. Apparently, he's a uh, Big Brother winner. Yes. He's very... um, I'd say he plays more of a mental game. 
Interesting. Although in this first episode, he showed that he definitely had some physical strength. He was a top, he was a top competitor in this first challenge uh, game, but he's a big old baby. <laughs> he cries all the fucking time. Oh, and he gets his feelings hurt really easily. You can't let that get to you. You know, as they say on drags rate, drag race, this is not RuPaul's best friend's drag race. No, no one's here to make friends. Focus on <laughs> you. A million dollars on the line. Yes. Kayla, another veteran. She's been around for a while. I don't think she has any wins. She, I personally am not a fan of Kayla. I like that she stands up for herself, but honestly, she's as much of a dick as some of the other people. Yeah. Kyle is, they have him listed as a veteran. He's a fairly new competitor as well. This might be his fourth or fifth season. Yeah. Bad He's first impression. UK. Well, that, that is Kyle. And what okay. I really like about <laughs> Kyle is that he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> like at all. Okay. About anything. And let's just thank Bebus that... Kara Maria is not here because the two of them with the back and forth is exhausting. Next up, Maddie, Maddie Lynn. Yeah, she's new to me too. She's from Floribama. Oh, God. Reality show called Floribama. Yes, there we go. Gee whiz. I think this might be her second, this might be her second or third season. Um, not much to say about her. Like she wasn't, she was like a non-entity last season. Melissa, I want to say this is her second season. Yep. Never seen her before. Didn't make, she got kicked off of her first season for fighting. And she's tiny, but oh, she could whoop somebody. (laughs) And that's why she got kicked off. (laughs) Nani. Oh, I recognize Nani. Nani, I believe, was a real world person. Yeah. Probably from one of the later seasons that I did not watch. She's definitely a challenge veteran. I don't remember if she's made it to any finals. Uh, She definitely hasn't won any finals. Nani tends to latch on to strong guys. And mm-hmm. tries to use that as her way to help her get through the game. And we'll talk about that later because there were some some things said late in the episode that I didn't understand. But maybe she's got a magic touch that <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> we don't know about. Nelson is another veteran, but a newer veteran. He's also, I think, from Are You the One? Nelson is a former... I believe he played football. football so he's yeah. always talking about oh i played football and oh i'm strong and blah 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 <laughs> blah the problem with nelson is that he's dumb as fuck really sweet though but real dumb rogan Ugh. yeah this he is his like third season sure but he's british he's basically from the uk version of jersey oh, shore I think. that's the show he's from the, I don't um, think that's the show he's from, but that's okay. the neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> this he is his won. third season. He won last season. Um, his first season, he was the first person eliminated mm-hmm. before they even got to the actual game. He Wait. was eliminated. How so? Because that season, I think it was in Spain, they had to, like, they got dropped off and they had to run up these, this mountain. It had to be something like 15 miles mm-hmm. or something ridiculous to, like, the Gibraltar. <laughs> just went down like a bag of rocks, people <laughs> passing him, passing him, passing him. So he came back second, this, the second season, which was last season, and is all like, oh, I need to win because everybody thinks I'm a loser because I was the first person got, yeah, dude, you were a fucking loser. <laughs> like even the people who drink every day know enough to run in preparation for the for game. The ch- yeah. He played a real shitty game and he played a real scared game, as a lot of the challengers would like to say, where he was being a dick. Um, and this is also where his relationship with D comes in because he was using her and telling her he loved her and blah, 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 all of this shit while behind her back was negotiating and using her and her friends to vote for him to keep him in the game. But when it came down to it, he voted her ass to go into elimination. Dirty. and then said it was somebody else. And then even after seeing everything on TV, she was like, I still have feelings for him. Girl. Oh boy. She uh, has issues apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Next up we have Bear. Also just one of the most, probably my least favorite so far, just in terms of being insufferable. Oh yes. He's so <laughs> And I don't know what power he has over all these girls but they love him. Yikes. But he's a straight up dick. Tori, also from Are You The One, she has been uh, on the challenge maybe five or six seasons. So a fairly new veteran, but she's a good competitor. Okay. So people tend to be afraid of her. And she's now... Um, she is engaged to Jordan. They got engaged last season on the show. So as a duo, they're, they're pretty fierce mm. as a pair. Big T, I believe last season was her first. Yeah. I don't remember anything about her except that she was awful at all the challenge, all of the <laughs> missions. Okay. Wes. Oh, well, we all know Wes. Wes, I believe, was from Real World Austin. Okay. The first one, I think. Don't really, it was so long ago, I don't Facts. remember. Facts check us, people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wes has always been one of my favorites. Re- I he's have a love definitely a dick. Him. He's so, but the thing is, I like that he's a self aware dick. There's something yes, about that's that. That's why I like him. Yeah. <laughs> He's a self-aware dick. He usually on the challenge, he does not take himself too seriously. And that's because he has jobs outside of the show. Mm. He does the challenge. It's like he goes away for a little bit 
And then he comes back and does like one or two seasons of the challenge. And then he goes away for three seasons and he comes back. He doesn't need to be on the challenge. Yeah. Unlike some other people. Johnny Bananas. With no jobs. (laughs) Do you remember that scene where Johnny's like, what do you have? And he's like, a Porsche, a Lamborghini, a house, and three businesses. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to find that clip and insert it. All um, right, so now we're officially in the rookies. We're in the rookies, and so we're on even Although I think adults. lots of people that we've talked about are, I consider them rookies. Yeah, but they're, these they're are the sure. first, the first we season. We don't rookies. know anything about them, really. No. Asif? How is it pronounced? I forget. I think it's Asaf. Asaf? Now, Asaf is apparently from So You Think You Can Dance, which for those of you As well as Celebrity Ninja Warrior, which I didn't know was a thing. Yes. And I think he was, he's only a celebrity because he was on So You Think You Can Dance. I don't think he's like a celebrity independent of reality TV. (laughs) He was also on Are You The One? I learned. Okay. So he's kind of doing the reality TV rounds. Yes. And he's Israeli, apparently, yes. I believe. And a break dancer. I thought at first contemporary dancer. I don't know why that's where my mind went. I could imagine him doing ballet or something, but he was a, he was a B-boy. I, don't, I know nothing about Asaf, except that he's gorgeous. He's so and his hair, gorgeous. His hair is fabulous. And I yeah. want to know what conditioner are you using, sir? Because that shit's just like blowing it's just in like, the wind. Like sea tousled. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> like, it smells si- slightly of salt <laughs> in the ocean. And I'm usually not a fan of the man bun, but those high buns that he he wears, oh God, yes. Yeah. And, and he w- seems to have an okay personality. Yes. From what we've yes. seen, which is very little so far, to be honest. Bailey. <laughs> now, I'm interested here. Well, to- I think we have to do like Bailey and Swaggy C together because I- apparently she speaks for both of them. Well, I have a question about Bailey because I would have sworn she was a veteran based on the shit she was talking during this first episode about how much power she had to protect yeah. Swaggy C. Don't even get me started on that nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Not a veteran. And so now I'm seeing that she's a rookie. That's like a lot of bravado with very little to back it up, except for your We've one rookie partner. have never seen her before. Apparently, they're both from Big Brother. Now tell me, is Swaggy C a rapper? Is that why Girl. he has a nickname? I don't know. It has to be that. He's either a rapper or a producer or he's a recording artist. Well, with, with today... You don't need to be a rapper to have have a different type nickname. I don't think you can self-designate yourself as swaggy unless you have a mixtape. <laughs> but we'll see. I don't know. He's probably going to bring it up at some if point. He, if he does have a mixtape, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Sorry, Swaggy C and Bailey, don't come looking for me. And then we have Fessy. Don't even remember him being in this episode, to be honest. I do remember him from the episode because he was one of the top people in the mission. Oh, That's really? That's the only thing I remember. I think he was n- number two okay. in the mission. And we'll get to that. But other than that, I don't remember anything about him. I don't remember his intro. Yeah. Sorry, Fessy. 
Next, Jay. Jay seems like a very sweet guy. Like he could be the front man for like Patagonia. <laughs> he might be. I don't know. He's you... from Survivor. Okay. Um, and I think he won Survivor. Yes, he won Survivor. There's something about Jay that I don't like, but I haven't quite put my finger on it. All right, All right. Jay. We'll uh, see. Jen- Jennifer. Don't really remember her either. I remember her, kind of. I remember thinking, wow, you have a lot of filler in your lips. That's what you thought about Jennifer? That's what I thought about Jenny. Jenny, too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And Casey. Casey. I'm excited to see what Casey does. I think she's from Big Brother. Mm. Maybe. Oh, now I remember Jennifer. She's from the show that's kind of like Survivor, except you're traveling the world. The Amazing Race. The Amazing Race. She's from The (laughs) Amazing Race. (laughs) Um, Casey, I think, is from Big Brother. Don't really remember. But I also think she's a boxer. Or she looks like she does like something an MMA or something professionally that's very physical. Yes, and aggressive. So she, she could be interesting, but so she those, seems sweet, which I'm excited about. So those are the I think 36 contestants. Yes, challengers. An interesting mix. Yep. So this week's mission, they were driven were taken out to the middle of a big field and were tasked with pulling in various ways like a canister drum filled with medical supplies in air quotes across a 500 foot field um and at two points in this um kind of like endurance test they had to do puzzles. The first, some kind of tangram looking thing. Mm-hmm. And the second was a math equation. The simplest math equation. The challenge loves a tangram. But then a math equation that's literally just like a number plus a number minus a number divided by a number. Very basic functions. Very basic functions that did not use the PEMDAS rules, might I add. <laughs> Oh, and then let's not forget, probably the best part of all of this is somebody gave TJ the keys to a tank that he drove across the field at different intervals. And if you had not pulled your drum past the line where the, the, the tank was going across, you would be automatically eliminated, which is how right. most people got shut out of winning this mission. TJ and some other production assistant, because there were two tanks. There were two tanks. TJ looked very happy at yes, the role TJ he was, was taking it way too seriously. <laughs> and I loved it. And for this mission, they were competing as individuals. Yes. So they had to do everything by themselves. So before the 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 guys he even started. Oh, are we gonna talk about the push-ups? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big old dummy that he is starts doing push-ups before he has to start pulling who told him that was an, a, normal a barrel weapon? it's like you have to save your arm strength dummy <laughs> then we have rogan during the heat who 
who's saying, I'm the current challenge champion. Uh, no, dude, you're one of the current cha- champions <laughs> because last season, four of you were crowned champions. Yeah, but he killed. He did, but ugh, now he's just going to be even more unsufferable, insufferable, annoying <laughs> <laughs> than usual. So Tej is great. He takes, he eliminates Jay, Asaf, Jordan, Swaggy C, and Wes. Which really surprised me that Wes got out like round in one. the first first pass. He's a big and boy. Then in the second pass, he eliminates everyone else except for Rogan, CT, and Fessy. So some of those people didn't even make it to the math equation. Bear made it to the math, equa- math equation, which I remember because in his interview, he called himself the best at math. <laughs> <laughs> so Rogan wins. We move on to the women's heat. And the best part about the women's heat is in the first pull. <laughs> Jenny literally yanks that barrel across 500 yards in what feels like 10 seconds. Yes, I don't know if it was editing magic, but I feel like her time beat Rogan's time. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. She's a beast. (laughs) Yeah. She's a beast. Tej eliminates seven of the women in the first pass, including Ashley and Nani, which Mm -hmm. none of that is surprising. At all. Jenny also solves her math equation very quickly. Oh, yes. Let's talk about Jenny and her preparation, both physical and mental, for this season. I was shocked because last season she was struggling with fourth grade math. Mm -hmm. A lot. There were a lot of (laughs) math. There was a lot of math last season. So apparently she's been practicing every day before bed with some sort of math app. I love that for her. Yeah, she's been working on her skills. And I appreciate that because it's like, like you mentioned the, the Tanagrams earlier. Mm-hmm. So the challenge has some games that they consistently use. They might be yeah. in different forms. They might be in different sizes. Um, they might be in different formats. They love a Tanagram. They use various types of Tanagram. They love that one stacking game the one with the rings the rings oh my gosh and you have to move it yes they always have that (laughs) they love um like the spelling sliding sliding puzzles Mm -hmm. right and there are these people who come every season again they don't got no other jobs but you come every season and you still haven't practiced these puzzles that you can get you can get them at the grocery store. You can get them at the bookstore. You can get them off of Amazon. You can get them off of the, at the toy store. <laughs> I'm sure like your little niece and nephew have them in their play bin. And they don't practice. No. So props to her for not, eat, not only like working on her body. Yeah. Doing her like pull-ups and sit-ups. And the rope, lunges, the rope slaps. I don't know. Lunges and name. shit. <laughs> but... For also training her mind and working yeah. on those math skills as well. Kudos to you, Jenny. Well done. In the end, it comes down to Jenny and D. Yes. Which is hard to tell actually how close they were, but they were definitely the final two. 
And my favorite part mm. is that very last run where they're where they have like that corkscrew uh, mm-hmm. barrel and you see D and she's like struggling to get it around and Jenny is just turning it like a top just like so mm-hmm. fast almost no resistance and, and she's gonna wins. say that apparently D was in the lead for that mm. and here comes Jenny and just <laughs> whatever she's like yeah. oh turn this thing okay I could do that so this mission so, was really about brute, brute strength. Like, if you weren't strong, you, you weren't going to win. I kind of feel like, so if I was implementing this challenge, I would have put the brain games first. Like, instead of doing pull, game, pull, game, or however it was set up, I would have done game, pull, game, pull. Oh, yeah. Because the games actually serve as a better equalizer yep. for people so right. who don't have the same level of strength. Yeah. So a lot of those girls who were eliminated early on in the pull would have actually benefited from doing a puzzle first and getting a head start against some of the stronger girls who are not quite there mentally. For sure. So Rogan and Jenny both got first place. They're the winners. Mm -hmm. And TJ announces that that means they are in the tribunal, which gives them both immunity and power to both pick a third person to join their tribunal and decide who are going to be three people considered um, to go up against uh, the person picked by the losing group in yep. purgatory. We also find out that it's a guy's elimination night. So the ladies get a break. <laughs> and Nisa was like, thank God. <laughs> and so Rogan and Jenny pick Corey for his neutrality. And well, I believe this is the first time ever that being neutral has been like a positive, has, has, has given you positive gain. But also Corey is not neutral, so it didn't make any sense, but whatever. Well, Rogan and the other one are relatively new. Sorry, let me yes. call her by her name. Jenny. Rogan and Jenny. <laughs> so maybe they didn't know. He's, he has a disarming, disarming smile. Yes, with those brand new <laughs> light bright teeth. Between him and Nani, I was so goddamn distracted <laughs> by these teeth. Like, is it that everyone goes to the same dentist to get these teeth? Or is there only one size? Because they never actually fit in anyone's mouth. So we get to what is usually everyone's favorite part, which is let's see this amazing, fantastic, lovely, phenomenal oh, mansion the house. that and we're staying in. Has this only happened once previously in challenge history where they get there and it's not amazing? Was it was the only other season the island? I'm not it's the sure only one I can were... remember. There were about three seasons that I missed, kind of like in the middle of the pack. So I can't say for sure, but this is definitely the first time in a really long time that they haven't had some swanky 
swanky digs. Yeah. So they get they go through the door. How it's would you underground. It? It's a bunker. It's a giant bunker. It was described as hell, and one person said, it's a literal prison. <laughs> My favorite part is how it's clear that the crew, or whoever is responsible for building this place or converting this place, went, took, made very little effort to at least make it feel, like, clean. There's paint peeling. There's, like, right. like, like brown tiles in the bathroom and like the they each got a single toilet paper roll on their bed (laughs) bar of soap (laughs) a bar of soap a towel and a blanket don't drop the soap (laughs) (laughs) this is a major shock to the system for everyone and then i would say roughly 30 percent of people were excited when they got to that one room that had turf an indoor pool and very uh tables the kitchen. A, the kitchen, yeah. And maybe a fridge I would full be of excited alcohol. once I got to that room too. Besides <laughs> the uh well one, I don't do pools. And two, I wouldn't get excited about the gym, but I'd use it. Yeah. But I'd be excited to see an actual kitchen with food <laughs> because there have been some seasons where you got to earn your food. Oh my gosh, the eggs. All I can think about is the island when they, <laughs> they would like hoard eggs. Yes. But the basic look and feel of the quote unquote house, I guess, fits in with their, their total madness yes. theme of the season. So we'll see how they, how they utilize that. So I want to talk a little bit about the bananas versus Wes. It was very weird because they were showing talking heads of Johnny talking about, oh, how him and Wes are rivals and him and Wes have never worked together. Mm. And everyone knows him and Wes, if they ever decided to work together, would be a dominating force. And in my head, I was thinking, why would he be saying this? Yeah. Like, I get the whole part about, oh, I hate Wes. Me and Wes are rivals. But all the other stuff seemed extra. Yeah. Right? So I knew something wasn't right. They're setting us up for something. From that moment. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that a little bit later. But we also have um, what, what was called the Trinity. Is this new? This is, I mean... Their friendship isn't new, but this name okay. <laughs> is new. And I had to give it the biggest eye roll. So this is Nani, Jenny, and Kayla. Yeah, the self-designated trinity. Yeah, and they must have gotten a new editor for the show because all of these inserted clips <laughs> the with, <memes. laughs> with the faces on the... The candles. The candles and Wes's... Um, what, what, what did he keep? Possum? Converting Wes into possum, a possum? Possum in a coffin. <laughs> yes. These are all new things. So I'm yeah. assuming they have a new editor <laughs> who thinks they're being funny. Yeah. Ashley's busy trying to make friends. Yes. Drinking and, and making to friends. align with anyone and everyone, which is what she does. My favorite part of the whole 
intro, in house introduction is that Rogan chooses the bed underneath D's. Like D's stuff is already there. D has already chosen her bed <laughs> and Rogan comes in and chooses the bed and learns from Kyle, I believe. Hey, you know who's sleeping on top of you? It's D. And Rogan proceeds to act like D stalking him. Yeah. Eh, she was Misogyny there at its finest. <laughs> yes. But then D being What could yeah, well what is the word for it? I don't know. And I'm trying not to be misogynist. Right. <laughs> and I'm trying not to be a woman hater. But girl, yeah. you're making us look bad. Yeah. Yeah. For she sure. She claims that she's going to be a massive cock block for him. And I'm also not sure why that was bleeped out. Cock? But okay, censors. <laughs> and I'm just like, girl, let that asshole go fuck up somebody else's life. For real. She's like, if he sleeps with someone else, I don't know how I'm going to react. That's my New Zealand slash Australian accent, by the way. That was um, poor. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm like, why he- do you he was not good to you he was never into you he treated you like shit he played you like a fool if you're gonna be around let it go focus on yourself she's actually a pretty good competitor yeah and if she can like keep out of her head and stop getting emotional and playing an emotional game she will do fine yeah but not if she's constantly like following around this asshole like well now let's turn to nani (laughs) oh nani well nani did really what all of us wanted to do she set her sights on i would have some conversations first i mean they had conversations they were in the kitchen a she was kneeling in front of him a conversation she was saying how you know there's, she's, he's going to meet people in this game that are going to become important to him outside of the And game. I think by people, she definitely met, she met her vagina. <laughs> but overall, yes, the whole thing moved so fast that I was very confused. I'm like, did you guys start this before we got here? And we're, My we're picking up in the middle of the story. Was that she, she was all, oh, he's, I can tell he's such a good person and he has such a good heart. How? <laughs> like, did you see him giving bread to one of the Czech children <laughs> on the street as the bus drove you to your hotel? Mm-hmm. Like, please. <laughs> and then, of course, she asks him to sleep in her room. Yeah on her bed and they get caught canoodling on camera kyle's around he's being desperate as usual who's that girl he's trying to hook up with i think you're talking i think you're thinking about bear i am they're both british but got it kyle kyle yes kyle yes with the mind chops yes and uh, (laughs) apparently he has he did a what's it called a hair transplant Yes, a hairline <laughs> improval plan. <laughs> Kyle anyway. seems, he seems very interested in kind of redeeming himself or shifting the narrative 
of his game personality as being like this snake. He is a snake, but he's also very desperate and tends to try to cling on to like stronger power players. Yeah. Which again, he was doing, I want to win. Lottie Blood. Okay, if you want to win, you got to win. <laughs> <laughs> like, so then we have Bear. Oh, Bear. Bear, I don't, I don't even know, but, but he's so annoying. But we, and we, but the thing is, he is annoying, and it seems like at the beginning, Kayla also sees that he's annoying, but we know from the previews of later in the season that they eventually get together, and I'm just trying to figure out how we're going to get from here to there. However, <laughs> let, let's focus on Kayla for a bit, <laughs> because Kayla notices that Bear has his sights set on her. And her response is, she's currently in a relationship and she's, she's trying to work on being more mature. I've never seen Kayla be mature. <laughs> so let's see how this works out. The previews tell us it doesn't. <laughs> and it does and then it really doesn't. And then we see Asaf and Jay becoming friendly, which, which da, da, is da. some foresh foreshadowing of things to come. And then there's Wes, who's claiming to be a possum. He's wanting mm -hmm. to fly <laughs> under the radar, at least for now. He can't fly under the radar with that thing grown out of his face. <laughs> a and true by that thing, I mean Viking. his beard. His mountain, mountain man slash Viking beard. Uh. All right, so we move on to the elimination voting. Yes. And before we even get there, all the rookie guys are standing around worried that they're going to be nominated. As they should be. And, and here comes Bailey saying that they better not pick her man or they're going to have her to deal with. Again, uh, me not, having, not being familiar with what's gone on for the past five or six seasons, this made me believe that Bailey must have number one been a veteran number two have a lot of strong relationships with people in that house and number three maybe had won a challenge before because she was talking so much game yeah my response was just whatever <laughs> so we now we're actually at the elimination vote yeah ct is forced by johnny to vote first which he's cool with he yeah. chooses jay Jay, of course, feels a way about it Oof. and tries to reason his way out and points out some of the other rookies. But I CT, don't know that there was a benefit to that. There him. wasn't, but I guess he was trying to prove some point. I don't know what that point was, but mm. whatever. CT sticks with his vote. And the next person to vote is Wes. He votes for Asaf. And, and that you, starts a wave of a soft votes. Yeah, I was wondering where that came from. Do you think it just waterfalls from West or that there is something else going on? Because why a soft and not the, uh, any of the other rookies? Well, I think in like challenge logic, I think a lot of people saw him with Nani and saw that as a potential partnership threat. Especially okay. if it's an individual game. Mm -hmm. So they vote for a but, soft. But why not Swaggy? 
because they don't Bailey want to hear Bailey's mouth. Have real power. <laughs> she may not have real power, but she's loud as fuck. She has perceived power. Right. And nobody, yeah. you know, people don't want to hear loud people. <laughs> and especially if they're going to get in, up in your face. Yeah. About shit as, as we see in just a second. Right? Yep. Yep. So we're going around. Asaf, 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 Jay, Asaf, Jay, blah, 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 whatever. The votes are split seven to six, and then it gets to Bailey. And instead of giving her vote, she tries to get confrontational with Jay for daring to put her man's name in his mouth. And then after all of that, votes for Asif. Like, why not just go for him? If you were going to come for him, just go for him. And she was very much like, oh, I just wanted to be sure that you weren't trying to come for my man when you just said what you said. She didn't just name your man. He named all the other rookies as well. Like, no one was singling out your man. Shut the fuck up. She's going to put a target on her back. That's for sure. She's going to be so obnoxious this season. You can't be confrontational for confrontational sake. Right. Does not end well. So... Like you said, she doesn't even vote for him. So what, what was the point? She votes for Asaf. So we get the rest of the votes go towards Asaf. And then it comes to Asaf and he votes for Wes. Oh, which I loved. I loved. It was so out of the blue. <laughs> and he claims he wants to go out like a savage. And he also claims that he thinks Wes has been sneaking around. He hasn't been a, a possum. He's been yeah. sneaking around. But before he even defends his vote, Wes pops off. And I, in my head, I'm like, he voted for you because he knows there's no way you're going in. So, like, why not name a Wes or a CT or a Bananas? Like, there's nothing. you Wes loses nothing. But for some reason, he goes off like a rocket. So, Wes... Says he's been a low-key possum. <laughs> and then he calls Asaf a follower. And Asaf is like, follower And a how? piece of shit. I'm the first one to vote for you, bro. How <laughs> am I a follower? <laughs> and he makes, when he calls Asaf a follower and a piece of shit, that makes Asaf stand up and says, I'm a leader. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sure. If you say so, Asaf. If you say so, buddy. So Asaf goes ahead and puts his name up on the board, which signifies that he's been chosen. So he is definitely going into the elimination, which is called purgatory. purgatory. Forgot for a second. So after that, they walk out. Wes is still pissed. And now Wes and Johnny are chatting. Yeah. Who, who, who and then they down? Wes, but Johnny Bananas. And that definitely raises (laughs) raises the eyebrows of several folks in the room, Mm -hmm. including several folks watching on TV, including myself. And then it's revealed that they're joining forces as team You're All Fucked. Which I must say, I don't know if... Johnny or Wes are big enough to have put their long-standing feud behind them on their own. I feel like there was definitely a production nudge, nudge, wink, wink. However, probably no matter what, this is 
doomed to fail. And I just want to get oh, of right course. now, your, I want us both to predict what episode we think it's going to start to break down. I'm saying four. I'm going to say six. Okay. Okay. So like, I think I hate this. I hate everything about this <laughs> because as you know, I am a self-professed Wes fan mm-hmm. and I am a self-professed Johnny hater. Yes. Uh, I cannot stand Johnny. I've never liked Johnny. I've never liked his original crew of him uh evan and kenny kenny mr wonderful mr beautiful whatever he calls himself (laughs) i originally kind of liked johnny on his real world key west season but once he started on the challenge it was a wrap for me so i've never been i've never been a johnny fan i've never been a bandwagon fan i've always i've always solidly stood behind west So I am not here for this in any way, shape, or form. I will, however, enjoy whatever drama develops from this. And I will sit back and wait for Johnny to prove himself to be the snake dick that he is. Or Wes. I think the first, if anyone is going to turn, Mm -hmm. I think if anyone is going to turn on anyone, it's going to be because of Johnny. I can and something I can, that Johnny does. This is interesting because I can already see it in my head. Wes is sitting in the confessional and he's saying, "There's no way Johnny Bananas was stupid enough to think that I've been on his side this whole time." <laughs> so we'll have to see. We'll have to see who is right. Yeah, but I think it's going to be Johnny. We shall see. So we move on to the tribunal. Yes, and they bring in Kyle because Rogan hates him. Yep, Wes, everyone gets be- a pick. Wes, because Corey heard a soft wants to go against him. And Jay, because Jenny thinks a rookie should go against a rookie. Mm-hmm. So that's who we got. And they all that's- have a chance to plead their case to the tribunal in an interrogation yeah. room. Yep. Because MTV is nothing if not subtle. <laughs> <laughs> So Jay goes first and he says what all of us viewers have been saying for years, stop throwing in rookies versus rookies and send in your biggest threats. Like, duh. Yeah. Like, why would you want to leave who you think might be a winner until later on in the game when there are less people? Doesn't make sense. It throws in your competitors the first opportunity you have <laughs> and to every opportunity that after yeah yes but for the the last couple seasons the vets have had such a stronghold on the game that they have just been throwing in rookie after rookie after rookie until there's nothing but vets left yeah i think last season was the first time Um, And I'll have to go back and look because I don't remember exactly what the dynamic was. But last year was the first time that we got veterans thrown in pretty early. And I think it's, I actually think it's because there was such an influx of new players because of all of the Brit invasion 
that the Brits didn't give a fuck. Yeah. They're, so <laughs> they're just throwing in whoever the hell they want to. But now that they've been here a while, they're kind of falling in they've been to the same pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is my so, favorite, though. Kyle. This is my favorite. The, the whole Kyle uh, Rogan thing. So yeah. Rogan votes Kyle in and he tells Kyle that he's there because of him as soon as he sits down in his chair and essentially asks Kyle to be loyal to him or basically to owe him or to promise that he won't throw him in at a later point if at this moment they don't throw him in. And of course, Kyle, like any other person sitting in that chair, truthful or not, says, I promise. Yeah. And we're supposed to believe that anyone believes that? How stupid would they be? Kyle's a liar. But apparently, why would Rogan even ask that question as if he thinks that's a possibility that because Rogan put in danger is somehow going to be loyal to you? Because Rogan thinks that he is a mastermind. (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. And he is not. Despite having a challenge win, that does not make you the smarter than everybody else. Now we have Wes, Wes's turn in the interrogation. Indeed. And he says he's trying to change his challenge image. Okay, Wes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Nobody cares. Just be Wes. That's why yeah. we love you. And then at the end, he asks very sheepishly if they're going to send him in. Yeah, is there a chance I'm sending, I'm getting sent in? And they tell him to wait for the results at the at purgatory like everybody else. Mm. And he says, okay. So now we get to purgatory, the elimination yes. game. The sand pit. And all three of the members of the tribunal vote for Jay. And I would love to see what happens at one point if all three members of the tribunal vote for a different member. of They have... They have the rest of the challengers vote. Oh, okay. Good to know. One vote per person. Okay. So our, our purgatory game is called airstrike. I love this. This is a a new one. I haven't seen, usually they have some, uh, some rehashes, but this is a new one. There's a giant wall suspended 30 feet in the air with bars on either side. Mm -hmm. And each challenger will hang from a bar and their goal is to get the other person to fall. Yeah. Using that wall. Using that wall. It's best two out of three. So now we have everyone talking about who might be, who this might be better suited for. So we learned that Jay is a rock climber. Yep. So a lot of people seem to think the odds are in his favor. And he's small. and he's tiny. And then everyone talks about Asaf being a dancer, being very agile and flexible mm-hmm. and also strong. So some people think that this might work in his favor. Yeah. Asaf keeps claiming he's a savage and that he wants to leave his blood in the arena. Dude, yes. Asaf it's seems not like that he serious. just learned the word savage before he came yeah. on the show. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so they go up, they grab on to their bars on either side of this glass wall. And and Asaf immediately 
starts swinging and kicking the wall as hard as he can while Jay just hangs there. Yes. And another thing, like, again, like you were saying about the puzzles, you're coming into a challenge, you know, kind of what the categories of activities you're going to be expected to perform. There's always climbing. There's always lifting. There's always like balance, kind of like fear inducing challenges. Why doesn't Asaf know that when you are doing like endurance hanging, that you should never try to hold yourself up in a curl while hanging from a bar? I thought, I know that. And I've never done anything like this. <laughs> the entire time he was up there, he was, pull- he was in, in a pull-up, essentially, while mm-hmm. Jay on the other side was just hanging, just letting his arms hang, which is the way to be if you want to stay up for longer. So that, yep. that and all the thrashing he was doing definitely led to him wearing himself out quickly. Yep. And he falls and round one goes to Jay. Who's not even tired. Who's not tired at all. <laughs> In round two, Asaf takes a different tactic and he just holds on. He's not doing the swinging and kicking that he was doing before. But like you said, he's still doing that static pull-up. Yeah. And pull-ups are hard enough when you're moving. <laughs> They're twice as hard when you're holding it. <laughs> In place. Yeah. So this puts even more stress on his arms and shoulders. And to no surprise to anyone, he, he falls first again and Jay wins. And Asaf is done. But he has his a first lot to challenge, say. <laughs> the first episode. Did you see his extended goodbye well i saw it in the original episode and it already seemed extended enough so when it so i watched it online (laughs) and so they showed his the one that was filmed for the show Mm -hmm. that was edited for the show and then they showed his actual one and it was like five minutes long yeah he can talk he just kept going on and on and on and then it turned into, I wanted to come back for Nani and I and wanted win to win for her for and, Nani. Da, 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 and this and that. And it's like, dude, you're supposed to be you there for yourself, <laughs> not for, you're supposed to be winning for you, not for Nani. So Asaf leaves. And as he walks out of the arena, his beautiful hair, his fabulous hair, <laughs> blows into the wind gently behind him gently behind him and then he does like a bow Mm -hmm. and it's a lovely like hair flip (laughs) it it was you know we will miss you a soft hair yes (laughs) and body and face and face (laughs) it was all lovely (laughs) is there anything you would change about the purgatory game I mean, I think it would have been interesting to see them fighting to stay on the bar without the wall in between them. Mm. The wall they would they would be kicking each other directly. (laughs) (laughs) Because what ended up happening, and now every time that game comes back up, it's just going to become an endurance hang. Like, no one's going to be interested in trying to knock anyone over, and it's just going to be us watching people hanging from a bar and actually using the wall 
to take some of the weight off of their hands. So yeah, I would have changed that. What about you? Um, I wouldn't have changed anything. I kind of liked this game. It was a new one, so mm-hmm. no one had seen it before. So it was nice to get something new that people hadn't had an opportunity to plan for ahead yeah. of time, I guess. Um, I wish there was, I do wish there was another component to it. Like maybe they had to climb up something and then jump onto the bar and yeah. hang just because a crane taking them up and then them hanging <laughs> on. Like, And okay. that might've helped Yusuf, not Yusuf. Oh my God, I'm horrible. Asaf. <laughs> Soft. It might have helped us off out a little bit from his American Ninja Warrior training. Right. To actually have to do something more physical, more active. Right. So overall, I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good one. Not too much that I would change. Yeah. And now comes my favorite part of the episode. I have been waiting for this dynamic since the beginning of the challenge. Same here. So we learned from the Tej that all of their helmets have brands on them, a collection of skulls and daggers. So daggers equal championship wins and skulls equal elimination wins. So I was not paying attention in the mission. Me either. I just to saw names. notice to notice the the daggers and skulls on their helmets, but apparently they were there. But we also learn that if you earn a red skull, that means you can make a final. So this season... You can only make a final. Right. This season, (laughs) the only way you can win a final or even enter a final to begin with is to win an elimination round and earn a red skull. So currently, Jay... If the game, if they came in, came on tomorrow and said, guess what? Tomorrow's the final. Jay is the only person who could compete in that final. Mm -hmm. TJ, as well as the rest of us, is tired of people skating through the entire season to make it into a final. Yeah. The way the game is played is it's played to avoid purgatory. It's played to avoid the gauntlet. The elimination. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple of people were called out specifically either by name or by camera. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> we know production is shady. So we get Rogan, who skated last season and basically cried every time his name was put up oh boy. for potentially going into elimination. We got Ashley, who you tends to use all of her connections and her bad behavior to eliminate, to um, avoid, to avoid eliminations, and CT, who has been skating by simply because absolutely everyone oh. is terrified. Oh no, he destroyed. To face him in an elimination, <laughs> even though the past few seasons he's been rocking the dad body. Oh, for sure. And because- people are still terrified of CT. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I still, my favorite challenge memory, which we'll have to dig into sometime, is 
when he walks the banana backpack. Oh, and he just walks him out of the circle like yes. the Terminator. <laughs> and then flings him into a garbage pail. <laughs> I, to this day, will claim that is one of the greatest feats <laughs> that has ever appeared on a reality game show Yeah, in the history of reality game shows. Yes. And no one can argue <laughs> argue with me on that point. That is oh, the good. greatest moment. It's the greatest moment in challenge history. It's the greatest moment in reality game show history. Yes. The banana's backpack. If you haven't seen it, Google it because it's on YouTube. Yes. So this is blowing everybody's minds. It's the best thing that because it's going to flip everything around for the first time people are going to be strategizing about how and when to go into elimination rather than and how to avoid be elimination. interesting too because it definitely shifts the narrative of oh let's just throw in the rookies so that yeah. we can get rid of them if it's me so, i want to go in early and once but i have a right. feeling there are going to be some vets who still play scared and are going to try to wait for the very last minute right, to go in and screw themselves over. Yes. And the thing with how the challenge has been set up the past couple of seasons is they don't actually tell you how many, how many missions you're playing before you get to the final. Mm-hmm. So there's been some seasons where they've been like, man, we've already played 15 missions. So the final must be close. And then there's five more missions, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you never know when that cutoff is. So it's going to be interesting to see the dynamics of what will happen now and how this essentially shifts the gameplay. But we'll yeah. see. We shall what see. What that looks like. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so now we're moving into a segment where we designate our challenge all-star. One of the contestants who did something great or who we liked most this episode, Dr. K. Over to you. So I'd say my challenge all-star is Jenny. Oh, yeah. She smoked all of the girls in just about every leg of that mission without breaking a sweat. Yes, definitely. She was my favorite too, honestly. Yeah, she killed. Once I saw her like turning that, that little wheel around and around and pulling the canister to her like it was no big deal, like I kind of, I fell a little bit in love. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, a big fan. So our next session is who would we vote into elimination? So these are the people we were not a fan of or who we disliked this episode. Who was your choice, Ray? For me, it, it's Bailey. Like the false oh. bravado and the unnecessary confrontation during the vote just very much turned me off. Yeah, I was not a fan of Bailey, but to me, she was more of like that annoying chihuahua that would yeah. not shut the fuck up. Like a gnat. 
<laughs> yes. So my vote actually goes to Rogan, mm. who, oh my God, he just sucks. And that's it. <laughs> he just sucks. Period. Um, all right. And for lessons in shade, the shadiest moment or manipulation during this episode, what was your favorite? I don't feel like we had too many shady moments this episode. Nothing overtly uh, shady, for sure. Yeah, I definitely think um, Asaf tried with his vote for West. That was mine, too. Yes, it was just the bold. It was the, the boldness. The boldness, yes. It was good. So in our next segment called... I don't wrestle. I beat bitches up. I don't wrestle. I fucking beat bitches up, which is our favorite line from the current episode. Um, <laughs> Dr. K, what was yours? What was mine? I think my favorite line, there wasn't like a lot of really funny stuff this episode, mm -hmm. but my favorite line was Kayla saying that her, Nani, and Jenna were the most unholiest group of <laughs> girls. <laughs> oh. That ever existed, mm -hmm. which is why their name, uh, the Holy Trinity, is interesting. Yes, definitely. Mine came from Ashley. It was when they first saw the house in her interview. She says, I'm in hell. Hell. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life. And yeah, that sounds dramatic, but I've had a really easy life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ashley. Oh, so I loved her for that. And now for stupidness in social media. If I'm being completely honest, I haven't followed along. <laughs> I haven't really. I just did a quick search. But the, the stupidest one I've seen so far is that Swaggy C oh boy. and Bailey yep. are feeling a way about how they've been received to the world. Not how so, they've been portrayed. But just how right. they've been received. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay. So Swaggy C posted on Twitter. Mm -hmm. It says, IDK who either of them are, but y'all better get informed about my hood and where I come from. I'll smack the shit out of both of y'all. And that's on the set. Wait, who? Both really... of who? Well, he's referring to a clip of... It looks like some other two dudes doing a challenge podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're talking about how much they can't stand Bailey. Oh. And how annoying she was and how much of a bitch he is for letting his woman uh, defend him mm -hmm. or speak up for him. And he basically just sat there and said nothing. So he's really in his feelings about that. And then there was another post by, I don't know if it was by him or by her, where they filmed a reaction video on YouTube talking about, oh, well, they don't, nobody knows us and everybody knows Swaggy C isn't quiet and he 
speaks up for himself and he's from the hood in Connecticut. Oh my God, the Connecticut hood. Yes, of I course. Did, you know, yes. How could I have forgotten about the Connecticut hood? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, nobody fucking cares. <laughs> like, you're taking it way too seriously. And also, you're repping Connecticut. I'm sure there are hoods in Connecticut because there are hoods everywhere, but don't have your girlfriend basically threaten to beat up everybody if they call your name and then months later talk about how, no, you're a badass because you're from the hood. Yes. All right, dude. You'll be the first rapper out of Connecticut. And I still am not sure he's a rapper. I mean, I'm just going to go with it because I can't come up with any other logical solutions for why he's referred to as Swaggy C. All that being said, don't add us. We don't care. We don't want to hear from you. We're not afraid of you. So, thanks. Uh. And if you want to add us, just at the challenge read. Yes, the challenge read on Instagram, challenge read one on Twitter. Yes, so that we can laugh and talk <laughs> about your tweet on our podcast. Please do. It'll give us something to talk about next week in stupidness and social media. Uh, yes. Please drop the mixtape. Send me a link to the SoundCloud. <laughs> Just send it to her because I don't want to hear your mixtape. <laughs> I'll leave that shit right where it's unopened, right where it is. Looking forward to next week's episode. <sighs> Predictions and possibilities of what's to come. I mean, I'm just excited to see how the newly formed partnership of Wes and Johnny is going to change in the wake of the twist that everyone has to enter a challenge at least once to make it to the final. Well, I can tell you that a couple of those girls will, guys as well, not to single out the girls, will have to up their games because Nani was so pissed last year when she got sent in, last season, when she got sent in to elimination, but she was the worst one Mm. in the mission game. So why should they choose somebody else to send in when you sucked? And it's also like, now is there going to be less of a priority on winning missions? Because that gives you immunity. And if you haven't gone in yet, maybe you want to, so you'll throw it. Like, the whole thing is, it's just a new world. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't really have much on predictions yet, except for the one that I said earlier, which I know Johnny's going to do something shady. Something's going to happen to break up that alliance. Yeah. I don't know yet if I'm going to be right or you're going to be right, but my prediction is that alliance ain't making it to to the finals. Yeah. One of my predictions is that probably CT is going to be one of the loudest ones advocating for himself to go in next week. Which will be fine because unless it is... I don't know what it would have to be for CT to lose. Mm-hmm. honestly maybe a running challenge or like something that's endurance based yes I think that because gives he has brute strength yes 
So if it's the, I forget the name of the, the elimination game where they're running like a maze, but they have to meet in the middle. Oh yeah, like knock each other over to get knock past. each other out <laughs> to get past. Nobody's beating CT in that. Yeah, no. Nobody's beating CT in an eating. Yeah, challenge. anything. And that's not that's not to be funny. He actually is a good like gross eater. Yeah, and nobody's anything beating CT in a puzzle. Because yeah. CT loves freaking puzzles. Anything where CT and the other person are connected by a string or a rope, yeah. <laughs> it's over. Right. Yes. Definitely not going to be the ball where they have to get the ball into the middle. Mm-hmm. Be dominating that. Yeah. So it would really have to be a, a full-on endurance challenge or maybe a climbing one because mm. some of the more agile folks could potentially overtake him in that. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see. We shall see. Well, that's the end for us, folks. Thanks for joining us on this, the first episode of the Challenge Read podcast. We'll talk to you next week. I'm Ray. I'm Dr. K. Signing off. Peace.